Hey, I'm Natalie Potts and this is the Natalie Potts Podcast. If you want to talk about your business, your life, your health and more, then you are in the right place. We do it all with humour, love and inspiration to help you create a life you love. So let's dive in. I'm so excited to be joined by the founder of T2Fit, Luke Turner, and head of coaching and programming, Kess Asene. I've known these guys for a long time, and we're going to be creating some time and space today to share the amazing work that they are doing to change the results in the fitness business. They are co-founders of a new business and education service, Elite Coaching Alliance, and they are empowering the next generation of personal trainers. I'm delighted to be sharing this with you. Enjoy the episode. Luke and Cass, thank you and welcome. Share as uh, our listeners about yourselves, and I'll let I'll let Luke go first. And about um, ECA. Oh, thank you very much, Nat. Thank you, firstly, for having us. Um, yeah, really thrilled to be here. Uh, my name's Luke Turner. For those of you who don't know, I'm 26 years old. I'm a brand new father, and yeah, really excited to talk a little bit more about the Elite Coaching Alliance, which is a new uh, business and educational service that myself and Cass have founded. Um, And we're essentially going to be empowering the next generation of personal trainers. So people who are passionate about health and fitness, people who want to potentially gain more knowledge, um, they want to gain more um, of an understanding around why we do what we do and um, maybe even want a career from it. Uh, So yeah, really excited about that. Uh, but yeah, so I'm 26. I've been in the industry for eight years now. And my journey started way back. Um, and just before getting qualified, actually, my whole journey um, kind of was geared up to become a professional footballer. That was my main goal. And that was the main reason um, why I thought I was put on this planet to be the next mm-hmm. David Beckham. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, that didn't plan out. So I was looking for plan B, was thinking about what do I want to go into? Uh, my dad being in more of the building background, I didn't really want to go into anything that was around construction. I didn't, I loved hard work, but I didn't like the winter months when I was out in the snow. So I was like, what am I going to do? I love training. Um, I used to go to the gym with the boys from football a lot. I used to help them with their training. So I was like, okay, there's a level three qualification going on at the football club. Let me give that a go. Mm. Um, after two years, became fully qualified and then um, jumped into the commercial space. Worked there for another two years, working with one-to-one clients and um, group classes. And then opened up my first small studio in Addiscombe and was there for four years on my own, working my ass off. Uh, So one-to-one personal training, small group personal training, spin sessions, um, large group sessions, the lot, you name it. I was there from 5 a.m. till 10 p.m. at night. Um, And then COVID hit, uh, pivoted onto the online world, um, which worked out really well for a short period of time. Um, and yeah, really tough year through that period of 2020 to 2021, but a lot of things, um, now in reflection that happened for me. So open up a new space, uh, what was it? May, 2021, uh, we were able to actually find a new facility, which was much bigger and could facilitate uh, a team, which was my main goal and my main passion to be able to help more people who wanted to change things like their health, their fitness, their confidence, um and now we're a year and a half in and we have a team of 10 and we have over 200 people per week who come through our doors and we work um with the best coaching team in the UK and yeah we're we're the leaders with the small group personal training world so uh yeah that's a little bit of a background on me that's a short story um so yeah yes welcome 
Yes, thank you. Thanks again for having us tonight. Yes, my name is Kasim Sene. Um, I've been in the industry for over, I want to say over 10 years. I need to do the maths, but it, no. Yeah. Yeah, 11. No, no, no. I think it's just just under 10 years. Like, this would be, yeah, just under 10 years. Um, so it's a bit different from look. I got into the industry. I used to, um, I did sports science at uni. I knew I wanted to be involved in sports in some way. I knew, I knew I didn't want to sit behind a desk every day for, for work. I knew that for a fact. I just didn't know how. So sports events was what I was looking at because obviously it allowed me to kind of do a bit behind the desk, but then work on the field. Um, but sports events, I found, was a lot behind the desk and a little bit on the field. So I thought, okay, no, let's not do that. So I knew I like working with people, helping people. Found a level three course. Um, I did that. Course was great. Um, got first commercial job. Was there for about the same gym that Luke was there for about uh, seven years. Actually, we met Nat, obviously. Um, yeah. yeah, so was there for a while. Um, and then I think in terms of, you know, my move to, obviously I moved to the facility with Luke at T2 Fit. Um, that was inspired by COVID hit. And then my son was born that January as well. And I think obviously what we spoke about earlier was, you know, you start to think about life, you know, you start to think about, you know, like comfortability. Like, what do you want to do? What do you really want to I started to think, okay, what, when, when he's older, how can I tell him to take risks and try stuff if I haven't done it myself? Do you understand? So yeah. that made me think, okay, I, let, let me try so Let me step up my comfort zone a lot more. I think him being born made me step up my comfort zone even more. Like I was trying to, I was really getting out my shoulder, but him being born made me step up my comfort zone. So obviously speaking to Luke was an opportunity to start something afresh, which was even great because we have a certain idea of how, you know, personal training should be, how a service should be delivered. And it's rare to kind of step into an environment where that kind of standard is already there, you know, and that culture is already there. So to, to be able to build that culture from the ground up in terms of the programming, in terms of how the coaches deliver sessions, in terms of how just the whole setup is, was a too good opportunity to turn down. So um, that's head over to Teach You Fit as the head of coaching and programming. Um, and been there now for was like just 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 uh, just over just over a year, so almost two years. Um, and also did a bit of online coaching as well. So that was just all part of, you know, just trying to help more people really, just work with more people, um, help more people achieve their goals. Because that's ultimately why we're in this industry for us to help people, like Luke said, you know, have more confidence, you know, get healthier, get fitter, get stronger. You know, we really, uh, someone asked you one time, what do you do? And I said, I'm, I'm a life changer. <laughs> and that's legit. That's legit. That's legit how I see it is like, we change, we change. So I said to someone like, we change, we impact so many people's lives on a daily basis. It's like, if someone comes in, if you come to our gym that you have a good session, you go home, you speak to your family, they feel good because they feel your positive energy, then it, it's it's a it's a butterfly effect. You understand? So people don't really look at it like that. But personal trainers, in terms of, and that's why with the ECA, we're trying to really change that notion of what a personal trainer is viewed as, how they're viewed, because we do actually play a huge role in society. Um, and it's unfortunate that you know the level. Um, is, is viewed as being, you know, too mixed. So we're, we're looking to try, like I said, empower and, you know, lead the next generation of personal trainers that will bring up the whole standard of coaching in the UK and the world. Because, like I said, if, if one wins, everyone wins. If one person has a great experience with a coach, they tell someone else, then they tell someone And before, like I said, that butterfly effect um, and just the whole industry as a whole improves because, you know, it's, it's coming. Like I said, the standards are definitely changing. But I still think that, you know, there's still some work to be done and hopefully with the ECA we can impact, you know, more people's lives with that. So, yeah.
yeah I love all of that and I think what I love about what I've seen from you guys is the the real client experience that's created and you know people are always like what's your USP what you do differently but the fact that you sometimes you just do the basics very very well and you start like that point in understanding people building a relationship the fact that um you you know what you stand for you got very strong values in business but with that you're very patient in terms of we're here and like even seeing you know your journey loop with it in terms of where you started out and what it is now and then what you want the future to be that vision is often where people struggle or they want it now or you know tomorrow as such and actually just understanding that like you said Cass that it's touch one person's life really well then they have the power to touch them and I think they call it like starfish as well that you have the capacity to change so many lives just by impacting one person I'm really glad though you do alluded to the fact that life changer is positive Cass because it could go either way couldn't it <laughs> I'm a life changer yeah that's it man that's it, that's it. I can say so much I mean we've got so many stories of people's lives so and when you hear it like I said you think like wow like what do these guys do because I, <laughs> if I can't if you ask us okay what do you guys you guys got these two guys on your on our podcast here today and, you know, and we told you some of the stuff that we've done, some of the stuff that we've helped people do. You'd be like, right, are these guys doctors? Are they like, you know what I mean? You <laughs> yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't really know. It's, it's crazy. So when you think about, when you think about it like that and it puts a different spin on it, then you think, okay, mm. wow, you know, personal training should be held to a higher standard. But again, like I said, I think people see different stuff. So they automatically have a vision of what a personal training should look like. And yeah. again, our hope is with, with the the standard and with the the way we do things you know it, it would change and change that perception like i said it will take some work but you know we both understand what we're trying to do um and hopefully like i said in the future it will be a mark where we looked at okay yeah these guys were able to kind of help usher in that change as well so yeah hmm. i think what i've noticed as well and i stick very much by it that we're in worlds with coaching and what we do as well that I find it very smokes and mirrors and and I you and I know you guys are very strong on like I just said knowing what you stand for and your values in business the same as I am and I hold integrity and credibility having fun energy and transparency really close to my heart in terms of the experience I deliver and I you know and knowing that I don't actually need thousands of people to help I just want to have like one person at a time knowing that I can genuinely get the results and like we've said before bringing the right people towards you and the others away and aligning with that and change like you say changing people's lives for the better and making that improvement is is what makes you I think can make us it sounds like it's a lot of work and everyone's doing it but everyone isn't doing it they're not doing it to that degree they're not doing it with authenticity you know that's a buzzword at the minute but they're not genuinely giving service in a way to meet people where they're at and understand what they need and doing it in the right time to really help them get results there's a lot of making people making promises out there that they can't deliver as well and yeah, yeah. all the time in coaching and they just want to take people's money and, and i know mean, i'm standing yeah. by that that that's wrong and yeah and you've got to be invested in what you do and mm. you know i was talking with someone recently like well your energy attracts people you know it's not all about what you do and i thought mm, that will hold you up at some point i'm really big in credibility from that mm. not that you've got to get distinctions in things and be like you know top a star and stuff but you've got to know what you're doing and be able to serve people very well when you're in the service-based. Yeah. 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 No, 100%. I mean, me and Cass have just gone through an experience which is, has reminded us of how important 
the service that we deliver actually is and what we're going to be pushing on to our um, students who are coming on board with our courses. And it's something that's been different to the personal training game. It's someone we've worked with um, for helping us with some systems and stuff like that. Um, and it's just like, you know, that it's made us realize even more how important the things, the little things that we do actually are. Um, so it's, 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 that's been a big wake up call for us. Um, so yeah, I'll leave it there. (laughs) When when you think of, like we say, our relationship, how long, like Cass was my first personal trainer and for two years because you know, I trusted him and we built a great relationship. And then we've we've kept those, I mean, you and I, we've kept those mm. relationships going and invest in yourself. And yeah. I always say business is about relationships and it's about, yeah. well, I say to so many, you know, clients, like, who do you know? Who's in your world that you can serve and help or who knows people if that's not, you know, stop worrying about the fear, the rejection as such. And just generally come a place from purpose, intent, and wanting to serve people and help people. We've, we've sometimes not always expecting something back as well. But just really yeah. help move people move forward, and being yeah. very good mentors and almost I think like what a lot of I've noticed my mentors do really well is just hold a space for me to like think and reflect as well, um, which we don't do enough of and think about what's working well, what's not, but with a level of challenge um, within that as well. And I definitely you know that's you guys are very reflective in constantly thinking about how else can you serve your clients better, but not holding yourself back and actually probably we could push this a bit you know tougher and we could do more etc and it's just about yeah. that's where you need the mentors and people the people that have done, been there done that made the failings and you kind of don't make them right yeah i mean the thing with the thing, the thing i always think about and i think it's quite is if i'm if i come to you now and i say okay now this is where i'm at i want you to help me to get to this position i'm willing to give you whatever right i'm investing my time my finances my whatever yeah. just, i'm trying to say into you with the vision that you're going to at least try to get me to where I want to get to. So for you to not take that seriously, I, I don't understand that. I really don't. Like, how could you, just what I'm trying to say is I went with peace. With, I heard someone say that if, if a personal trainer, if you come to a personal trainer and you say, okay, I want to do this, I say, okay, I can help you do that. And I can't. That's almost equivalent to my practice. It's like you go into a doctor and say, I, I need this, this help. And he says, okay, and he prescribes you the wrong thing. Like, that's that's my practice. You understand? Know so as as coaches, whether it's lifestyle, whether it's you know in the in the health and fitness industry, like when people come to us with you know the health and fitness and say, Okay, yeah, help me with this, it's like for us to at least try and you know take that thing really seriously and give them good service, good experience. Um, like Luke said, if, even if you don't know hold your hand up and say okay I don't know I will try and find out and I'll come back to you just I'm trying to say so to have Mm -hmm. that to have that that um pride in delivering a service at at the minimum a decent service like I I just don't understand how you know you as a coach would not want to do that because very important like I said let alone forget the referrals forget all that stuff just that individual has taken the time to invest that into you you owe them the, the the due diligence to give them a good service. So yeah. um, I think it's very important, very, very important. Hopefully, like I said, more coaches now are, you know, being weaned out and and the ones who are mm. care about good customer service, you know, delivering a good a good product and helping people are the ones that are now coming to the forefront. Because like I said, if you do that, do that consistently well, you'll be successful. You don't need to, 
you know, if you deliver good service, people hear about you, they'll find out about you, and and you 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 blow up or you'll be successful. So, um, yeah. What do you think? Um, if someone's listening to this and thinking about, you know, I'd love to be a personal trainer, whether they're, you know, very young and they're kind of wanting to come out of a sassy job and find, you know, full time work, or whether they just want a complete career transition, you know, career reinvention, whatever language suits them. What would you give as advice to people that are kind of not sure whether it's the right next step to take for them? Mm, it's, a, it's a good question. I mean, the September course that we've got coming up in um, the next couple of weeks is we've got so many different people who are on that course for different reasons. And the main thing you've got to ask is, what do I want this qualification for? It's not it can't just be a rash decision because one, you're going to be investing a lot of money into it. So you're going to be investing a lot of time. Um, so you don't want to be in a position where halfway through the course, you're suddenly going, ah, I shouldn't have done this. This is a bad decision. And then you're just in an even more of a dark, dark space. So what I would say is, is either book a call with myself or Cass, where we can help ask those questions, those challenging questions. But I think, I think look, and even just think about what you love about health and fitness. Like what, what does it bring you? What kind of joy does it bring you as somebody who's into the fitness and, are you curious about more more knowledge around nutrition and about what you're doing in the gym and about programming? You know, every single person who's coming on board with our course, we've only taken on 10 spaces. Every single person is into their health and fitness. Um, all of them are doing some sort of training. Um, so it's important that they're actually somebody who likes training themselves and are passionate about health and fitness, because if they're going to be talking about uh, certain things to their clients, they need to know what it feels like to do a certain exercise. They need to know what it feels, what it tastes like when they're going through some, some sort of like deficit in their, in their diet. They need to really be um, figuring out who they enjoy working with. And this could even be just grabbing a, a friend, a family member, going to the gym with them and just training them, not professionally, but working out with them. So it might be, come on, mom, let's go to the gym. Let's go. And I'm going to do five minutes on the treadmill. We're going to do a little high intensity session on the bike. We're going to do a little bit of a weight session for 15 minutes. How does that make you feel when your mum walks out the gym and she's like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm buzzing. That's How does that make you feel um, as a person? Is it something that you're, you were more selfish about your training session in that, in that moment? Or were you more inclined to help someone else? And for me, when I've, whenever I've gone to the gym with somebody, even if I'm training myself, I'm always looking at ways I can improve that person and help them, whether it's spotting them. Um, is it annoying when they're training and you want to jump into your set. If that's annoying you, then maybe personal training isn't the industry for you. But mm. if you want to help that person, if you're willing to sacrifice a bit of your rest time to take another minute to help your mom with that with her technique, then I would definitely think about considering personal training as a career. Um, if you're somebody who is looking for a bit more freedom around time, so you want to be in charge of your own time, if you want to run your own business, I mean, we've even got someone who's a physiotherapist who's looking at having this alongside her current practice. So it just shows you the different kinds of individuals that of looking at going into this space. And I, I put a, a really good post up the other day about why the industry is going to be growing by 37.8% over the next 10 years, why people are going to be hiring personal trainers over the next 10 years. And it's because there's a gap in the market for accountability. People need to be held accountable. Yeah. Um, both, both clients and personal trainers. So something I was going to touch on with what Cass was talking about there is that I think the industry, the standards at times can dip because there's no accountability to that personal trainer. You come and work as a personal trainer at T2Fit and all those bad habits that you had will be gone within a week because yeah. you're watching what everyone else is doing. You're going, oh, wow, Cass doesn't do that with his clients or Cass isn't on his phone when he's training his clients or yeah. James isn't talking to people when they're doing a set. 
and all those habits just start to drop. So it's about also within the industry, the standards being brought up is having people like myself and Cass who can hold you, hold you accountable, but also being part of a team and being in a gym where people actually value the qualification and value being personal trainers as you would do a, a doctor, a lawyer. Yes, you're not going to university for eight years to be able to get a degree in that realm, but you should have the respect for the qualification as if you were to be a lawyer or a doctor. Because as Cass spoke about, we are life changers. Um, people who have you know, not been able to have children after a few years of having coaching are now able to have kids. People who have not needed to have surgery. Now, all these life-changing things that um, you know, a lawyer wouldn't have been able to have, but you can as a personal trainer. So you know, if, if you're somebody who wants to make impact, and that word, obviously, it, the same as authenticity, is overused. We want to make an impact. We want to help people. But if you generally have a care for people, if you love service, um, if you like serving people and you're good with people and you enjoy that, then definitely personal training, personal training could be a route for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, you know, and I've done enough, I've done a few shoots and I've been different gyms and stuff. And, you know, you guys are amazing at what you do and building that relationship and you genuinely care about making that change to people. Therefore, I know this, this will be the success and you'll make it happen exactly how you want to, because you'll make it you know, non-negotiable with success, which is how I see my business, but also about just, you know, surrounding yourself, like many people, like you said, I'm reading a, actually Tony Robbins book, Unlimited Power at the minute. And he talks about this lot of the ideas. We make stuff really hard as uh, in, in life. And if we, a lot of it's just modeling. And like you just say there, if you showed up and you're around those people that are successful, you be, you become part of that and it becomes mm. an and It's contagious. And, yeah. And if, I think if you're missing accountability, and that's what you guys are offering in this, which you are. And I know you do it great and genuinely the same with coaching. That's what it brings is holding you accountable to be the best you can be. And and you've got to give into that as well. It's, you know, it's a two way part. And that's what I loved about a client that was working me the other day. They said the relationship we have two way, you know, I'll help them on bits, but they've got to be invested, like Cass said, in financially, mm. energy, time, because I can't bring that to the table for them. They've got yeah. to really want that. And like you said, Luke, there is points that us being very honest as coach and saying maybe this isn't the right decision for you to make right now yeah and that 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 a lot of people can't do that or they care they're too scared to say that because of what it might mean mm. to them when i personally think that that's that's a level of service too is 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 being honest with somebody to say if i wasn't sharing this with you i think it's a disservice as well yeah mm. yeah great yeah and that's a huge part like you said is is being honest and having that honest conversation and being like actually, or even asking the tough questions and, do you know what I mean, like to find out exactly what it is, why they want coaching or, you know, because even asking those tough questions might actually help you find out, okay, this is the real reason why I want coaching and then your journey will be much better. Whereas mm-hmm. if you think you're coming on for coaching because of this and they're like, you know, why do you really want coaching? If you can tap into that and really own it that makes your drive, you know, because you've identified what you want. So when people say, I want to lose weight, but they just, why do you want to lose weight? I don't know, I just want to lose, I just want to, you know I mean? But when they find out, okay, they want to fit in their bikini because their yeah. ex is going to be on the same holiday. But if you can tap into that motivation, they are not, they're hitting that goal because they know how they'll feel when they go on the beach and they exit. Do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's, it's like setting big goals, right? You have to visualize yeah. where you want to be. And when you're having those low days as a client, 
they can you you as a as a as a coach can help them visualize where they want to be and and, re, and remind them reaffirm why they're on that journey i think it's important yeah. too it's, it's the under the surface stuff i'll say to lots of people and as you know as simple as a question can be what do you want a lot of people don't know what they want and sometimes yeah. when i say what do you really want you know it's like you just said there it's you know fitness is always a great analogy for anything but it's like you know when I, I remember years ago working on a fitness mastermind and you know it used to be about tapping into people's that they don't want to just lose weight to feel good. They want to lose weight to have better sex, to like mm. you said, Cass, to walk down on a beach and feel good in a bikini, to look in the mirror and say, yeah, I feel I look really good. You know, it's in me. Or if it's business, they want to pay the bills so that they can be the breadwinner for the family or to make sure that they've got electricity and, you know, food and they don't have stress where they don't sleep. It's mm. the real under the surface stuff that, like you say, people fear to ask those questions mm. of because it's it's tough right it's a tough thing to do to ask ourselves yeah. these inner yeah. work questions and and people put that off if you were to think of your journeys if there was one thing you could have let go of when you were younger um and I don't want to say it, you'd be more successful now you'd be further ahead because kind of we are where we are in life and I think we should be you know mm. that's, it's like me saying I wish I'd left corporate earlier but it's like that knowledge and experience got me to where I am now so I'm not sure it's always as easy to think and say that but what is one thing you think you could have let go of that um in hindsight that actually you would give as like a mentor advice to people coming through their um fitness journey hmm. can we take that away first or do you want to go yeah I'll give you some time to think yeah. <laughs> I, I I know my advice I've gone if you want to go I'm trying, I'm trying to think how deep I should go in this on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> Mine's easy, like I said, mine's mine's fair. Just a fear of, yeah, just a fear of, and I can originate it to many moments in my life that 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 fear originated from. Like many moments, like I said, if we talk about, we'll be here all day. But it's that com- that fear compounded, compounded, and before I knew it, I just wouldn't try things out of a fear of, you know, whatever. What if it doesn't work? What yeah. if this happens? What if that happens? What if? I mean, just that, and I think I've got to a point, like I said, where. Part of, partly when my son was born and partly being around people who, like yourself, now, who'd made decisions, that big decisions, just yeah. I'm trying to say. So, and actually seeing that and thinking, oh, it's, it's not that bad. Like if you just, if you see someone do okay. something. Yeah, if you see someone do something, like, oh, that ain't that bad. You know what I'm but yeah. in your head, you play yeah. it up to be so big. Like, you know, oh my gosh, that's just crazy. Yeah. And see, but, but it's so funny because, we were, you know, something we can talk about is that us on the other side now, talking to trainers and coaches and telling them, okay, you know, if you do these things, you'll be okay. But they're going to have those preconceptions. They're going to have that. Oh, that, yeah. I mean, I can't do that. And it's, it's how to kind of coach them in ways like, listen, we've been there. Listen, if this, like, we look at talk about, if we could go back to our commercial job a couple of years ago, like, would we be able to sell out in a week? And I was like, easily. I think I, <laughs> I think I would, I think I would, I would have a full book, but it's, it's just a the, the fear of you know oh I don't want to try that don't want to try that. and I think I don't I think with me is with age I'm at an age now where I'm married I've got two yeah. kids I've got a kid on the way like what do I really care about I don't mm. I know who I am like someone can't come to me and say oh you're this and I'm like you know when you're younger those words impact you a lot yeah. when you know who you are you're all you, those things are like water off a buffalo's back so it's and that's something I'm trying to teach my son now is not to have that fear because I know how like you said. It can impact you from a younger age. And like you said, obviously, everything in life has a reason, but, you know, you never know what opportunities you could have had 
if you didn't have that fear to try things and to to go out and take risks you know what I'm saying so um yeah that's definitely one thing and I'm still working on that now like I said to this day is just letting go of that fear and, and trying stuff like listen to podcasts like you guys said just trying stuff what's the worst that could happen really what's the worst that could happen yeah um no no okay that's fine you know you try again um so yeah that's that's my one Luke well I mean just to go back to Casta, I think there's definitely scope for an undercover personal trainer for a week. Can you get sold out in a week? Being in a commercial <laughs> I, I said to Cass, that's got that's got to be a YouTube documentary or something on Sky. I'm I'd telling you, I'd love to try it. I'd love to try it <laughs> because it is it's so true. When when you are in that space, like when I think about my mindset back then and thinking of how difficult it is to get clients, my mindset now is that I can get a client just by shopping in Tesco's. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I could just, I could be in a queue, I could be in a queue somewhere and catch a client. But I definitely do think, in the next two years, we should do an undercover personal trainer. I'm telling you, go in there. One, you got a week to sell out 40, 40 slots. See if we can do it. Ooh. Um, yeah, pop, pop in the diary. Um, can you just say the question one more time for me, now? Is yeah, if right? you were to, if you were to kind of think back over your years and um, coming into pt or your own business what was one thing you you would probably let go of just to kind of if someone's a bit stuck on something now and thinking they're overthinking or something yeah i think make make decision make your decision quickly because what i found especially from going in from a one-to-one space um i should have moved a lot quicker through that four-year period but i, I but having said that i've learned what i've learned from that four-year period so um to give an example one-to-one personal training, even through um, coming into the new gym, which we opened in May, that's something that I should have cut off immediately. And Mm. my vision, my long-term vision was to have the leading small group personal training facility alongside the best team of coaches in the UK. So what was the point in me continuing the one-to-one personal training business alongside the small groups and distributing my energy between the two? I should have just cut the one-to-one off a lot quicker. I did eventually open my eyes up a lot quicker um because then I could give all my focus and attention to what my greater goal was so I think it's about having clarity on what you actually want for the future and then quickly taking action to get you to where you want to get to so if your goal in the next year is to be open up your own location your own gym then you should be starting to look at okay what knowledge do I need to gain to be able to get me to that position okay I need to know about leases I need to know about purchasing a property how much money do I need to invest how much does equipment cost you know all these steps you're probably looking at a year to even acquire a facility. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's it's really kind of um, looking at things, finding out what your goals are, and then taking de- making decisions really quickly, um, and then learning from them if it doesn't work, and then starting to, to pivot into what you're going to go into next. So um, I did recently resign that said it was really good. I think it was Ray Dalio. I'm reading his book, Principles, and he was talking about um, take your time with decisions, but adapt really quickly which I think there's also some, some, some thing, something we've got to take from that too. Um, but for me, I should have just taken the decision to move away from the one-to-one space a lot sooner. But for me, I think it was more of a security thing. It was yeah. more a case of, uh, a bit like Cass actually, you know, what if it doesn't happen? What, what if it doesn't work out? I've still got one-to-one training there where I've got regular income coming in and I know I can serve these people well, um, rather than, okay, who do we not currently have the, at the facility that we can bring into our new model? That's mm. what sh- should have been the main focus. So mm. it would be just kind of um, removing preconceived ideas that I had of what 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 the security I needed around me when really I should have just gone all in straight away rather than wait two months and then go all in. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think, you know, and I think also those things, it's interesting because they come with with growth. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think it is, it's, it's, it's easy to say that now because we're in a different position. Whereas I think when yeah. you're in that position where you have nothing, you almost need a set of, you know, uh, I don't know what you need, innate confidence, you know, be around the right people to really say, okay, I'm going to make this, I'm going to do this. Because a lot of people, when you're, when you're and I, I guess this is something you can, you can answer. So when, if someone is in that position where they're not comfortable, like where, you know, we know the situation where the world is in now, you've got energy prices, you've got everything. So you've got people who right now, they see the walls closing in, and they feel like, okay, I can't make this move because they each have a nice edge. Is that, is that almost, is it reckless to say, you know, jump? Or is it, to, you know what I mean? What, what, what would you advise? You're, you're right. I think the reality is I then put stuff on the world that I see the art of possible in a lot. And I have to have people around me to sometimes see threats. So I'm not at risk as such. And so I can mm-hmm. make, you know, calculated, informed decisions in business mm-hmm. and in my life. And then I, you know, use those advisors and their trusted people because they might have been there, done that, et cetera. But I think you have to own it and take accountability for the decisions that you make. Like you say, that part, you can have people around you to help you make them, but you've got to make that decision quickly. And I think, like I shared before, that my dad always says it, you've got to be able to live by the consequences of that decision. So what is A and what is B? And then you're going to be able to move on from that. Um, and I think, you know, there's also 7.2 billion people in the world and money is in abundance. And do you know what? If I've got the right drive, mindset, energy mm-hmm. um, and passion for what I do, and like I said, model it and you, you know you're doing the right things and you're on track, then you've got to give it a go. And, and I think you've, I think you've got to know yourself well and trust yourself with that. And I think that's a hard gig yeah. and be invested and I, to, to do the work. Yeah. I think people need to look at themselves like they would be if they were investing into a, a coaching service. They need to look at their own finances. Yeah. If someone's looking at taking a jump, they need to reevaluate with their family. Okay. Where is money being distributed right now? Yeah. Is it, are we yeah. spending 200 pounds a month on takeaways? Are we spending a hundred pounds on Sky? Our Sky bill is eighty-five pound a month. I said to Kelly, "We're cancelling that right now." Not that we're in some scare, not that we're in some scare, and we haven't got money, right? But I'm saying to Kel, the only reason we've watched, or I haven't watched it, the only reason we've had Sky is because of Love Island. The last six months, why have we still got Sky? I watch Netflix, I watch Amazon Prime, and I read. That's all I need. I don't need this eighty-five pound a month bill, Kel. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm joking, Cal. I'm joking. Uh, I think people need to be self-aware with like where their finances are actually being spent. You know, are they are they yeah. are they spending five hundred pound a month on a car? Do you know what I mean? And I think when you really start to, if you really want something bad enough, like if you're looking at some like investing into a coach and becoming like if you know if someone's going to jump in to a photo shoot in three months' time, they need to be really serious about it. And it's the same yeah. if they're looking at a career. They really need to evaluate their finances. And if they've got a family, they need to sit down with their partner and say, listen, this is this is where we're going to be. It's going to be tough for the next six months, but this is where we could be in 12 months. Yeah. How does that look? Are you ha- is that something that is going to benefit our family? Am I going to have more time at home? Am I going to be able to have more freedom over my time? Are we going to be able to go on more vacations in five years time? And then you can look at, okay, cool. But if you're quite comfortable in your job and you quite like the nine to five and you know, you like your sky at 85 pound a month and you like, you know, one, one holiday a year. Um, and you're, you're, you know, you're not able to be at your kids events and sporting events, then that's cool. But if you're looking for more, then you need to start looking at making some, some, some sacrifices early to be able to gain the benefit in the long term. 
Yeah, and that's where you take out, you know, like you just said, is it's what suits. I've got a friend, he says I'm comfortable. And that, that's fine. But you can't mm. when things don't go the way you want years down the road. That's it. That's the key. That's it. You know what? If people are happy in their job, that's completely fine. But if people, when I, I, I turn on LBC when I get in the car and I literally drive five minutes on the road and it's people calling about this, that and the other. And it's like, you know what? If you were to just kind of like turn off the noise and, and stop. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like things are bad right now and they're only going to get worse come January. However, um, if you tune that out, like it can seem a lot worse when you're listening to it every single day. And I can be so like zapped into it too. Like I'm like, oh, quick, get home and watch the news. What's going on tonight? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It it can be like, what's going on in the world? Although I'm not, luckily, I'm not inclined to be able to be scared from that. But subconsciously, you're still taking that in, and, and long term, it will affect your decision making. Because even to this day, I could be making decisions right now off the bat, thinking shit you know we're, we're coming into a, a crisis right where we're in a crisis right now and where we're going to be in january you know this could be this could be for us this could have been the delay that the eca we weren't going to launch the eca because there's a we're going into a uh, we've just come out of a pandemic we know we've got um the energy crisis you know this isn't a good time to start a business but you know there's never going to be a good time no so, and a, lot, a lot of people you know they make a lot of businesses come out of recessions and there is the prime opportunity and a lot of the time the pandemic worked for people you know, but you've got to make it again work for you, I think. So, yeah, if I was to yeah. so what I do is in when I have guests on, I'll always ask a question that has been left from the one before. So the question that was left from the guest before for you guys, it's just one word. But if you could think of um, if you could give one thing to somebody, um, what would that one thing be that you give them? Does that be tangible? I just don't overthink it, Cass. I give them a hug. Everyone okay, cool. Hug. Thanks. <laughs> uh, part of me just, you know, what, a phone. I know it's terrible. A phone. <laughs> I'd, I'd have to say confidence after this month. I'll go with that because I love that. Ah, one. okay. Ah. Yeah, confidence is a good one. But I, I like phone because you can do anything you want with it. Whether you want, you don't want to be closer Very to your family. True. Whether you want to start a business, whatever you, it, you know, you can speed up time. So okay. I, that's why I said phone. So uh, on that though, um, who's got a question they'd like to leave for the next guest? Oh, it's a very good question. Um, can we do two questions? Or you have to you have your question. Okay. So I, I, my question would be, um, if you could look back in 10 years, if you could look back 20 years from now, would you really care about the thing that you're worrying about right now? Ask yeah. them that. Yeah. Luke? Yeah, I can't even follow that. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that's a great question. That's a great question. Um, yeah. Depends how challenging I want to make it. You should have prepared me for this, Nat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll work on this continuity. When it comes to mind, quick, come on, one thing. If you could live anywhere, where would you want to live? Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Guys, where can people connect with you? Uh, Luke. People can find me, uh, Luke A. Turn. Um, I had a discussion with these guys earlier about changing that up. So let me know what you think. Drop, drop into the DMs. Um, <laughs> you can find the ECA um, at elite underscore coaching underscore alliance. Yeah. Um, and Cass. Where can I find you, my friend? Coach Kasim. Um, Coach Kasim. Not not the other Kasim. There's another American one, but Coach Kasim, K-A-W-S-I-M. And same at Elite underscore Coaching underscore Alliance. 
guys it's been a pleasure thank you so much thanks for thank having you us. Nat. yeah thank you so much and well done on all the hard work you've been putting in as well Nat. it's um it's inspiring so thank keep you it up. thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed today's episode if you felt inspired please make sure you share this with a friend and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode I really love hearing feedback from you. So if you have a question, topic, or want to hear from someone you love on this show, then head to my website, Natalie Potts Coaching, and let me know. Until next time, have an amazing week and know that you have value to offer this world.